What is up, everybody? My name is Tim Stoddart. This is Tim Stodd's FM. Thank you so much for listening. Today is September 15th. I'm back in Florida. I appreciate all the good vibes I got from uh, the last episode I recorded. I know that it was a little janky. I'm sure that uh, that you know. Well, obviously know because I told you, but I, I recorded that episode from my phone. Uh, in an extra bedroom at my mom's house in uh, the neighborhood that I'm from in Philadelphia. And so it was, uh, it was a little rough, but I had to do what I had to do because, uh, you know, obviously this is kind of old news by now, but we had the hurricane and uh, I got back earlier this week and it's been a, um, you know, it's been an interesting week. The power in pretty much half of South Florida and I think even as far up as, as Tampa is still essentially out. You know, my my house got power back pretty early, and I don't know why. I'm really lucky about that. My office has not gotten power back, and so I've pretty much been running Stodzy through, uh, through Barnes & Nobles, and, you know, a bunch of people have been working out in my living room and running at a, at a Starbucks, getting the Wi-Fi there. So it's it's been interesting, but luckily... Not a lot of people um, were affected too much. You know, we, we obviously had to spend some money flying across the country and some people drove all the way to Alabama. And uh, I, I had Alex, a girl who works for me, she drove all the way to Texas to stay with her dad. So it was pretty gnarly, man. But everything is, um, is, is back to normal, at least as much as it possibly can be. And I, I feel really good about that. So once again... Um, Thanks a lot for the good vibes and, and the, the positive comments I got with that episode. I, I, felt, I felt good about at least getting something and um, that it was the, the quality of the content that I was producing that mattered more than the production value. So on that note, guys, if you've been enjoying my podcast so far, um, if, if you... If you like what I got going on, or at least you're interested in to see a little, in to listen to a little bit more, the best thing you can do to help me out is to subscribe, is to leave a rating, is to leave a comment in the iTunes. That's really the best thing you can do. That's what helps uh, the show get get ranked in in Apple's algorithm to get new podcasts to uh, to, to the top of the of the new and interesting section. I believe it's called. So if if you like what I'm doing. I would really, really appreciate that. Just leave a rating, leave an honest rating. You know, if, if you don't like what I'm doing, then feel free to let me know. But either way, I want to hear from you. So before I go any further, got to pay some bills here. Got to make sure you all know that Tim Stodd's FM is sponsored by 8and9clothing.com. Come on, guys. If you don't know by now, 8 and 9 is just simply the best streetwear line. Definitely the biggest streetwear line in South Florida. Um, one of the top five biggest brands in the country and has been for years. The reason why is because we're just always, always reinventing ourselves. We just dropped the new fall line. It's called Still Living. In my opinion, it's, it's the best clothes that 8 and 9 has ever produced. We got an entirely cohesive collection it's not just some t-shirts that are, you know, matching new colorways and, and new Jordans. The entire collection has a theme behind it. You know, we're, we're stepping out of the graphic tee line and more into worrying about uh, fit of the clothing. 
worrying about the actual style and the messaging behind the the clothing. It's a little bit less street and a little bit, I don't want to say formal, but it just has a much cleaner look to it. So check it out. If you use the code word TIM, T-I-M, at at checkout, you're going to get free shipping. So it doesn't matter if you buy one t-shirt. It doesn't matter if you buy a t-shirt, a hoodie, sweatpants, jeans, a collared shirt, the entire sweat sweatsuit, the whole getup. Doesn't matter how much money you spend. You can save as much money as you possibly can can put into your shopping cart through shipping with the code word TIM. That's T-I-M. Once again, it's eight, the number eight and A-N-D nine dot com. Thank you to the people that have uh, that have used the code and that have purchased some clothing. I've gotten already a couple messages on Facebook from from people saying that they they really really love the feel and they love the high quality of the product. So thanks to all those guys. Now that we got that over with, I got a really really cool show for you guys today. I was um I was looking at just some some really interesting news stories and some current events and I, I want to make sure that I keep the show relevant to the to the kind of shit that I'm about. You know, I'm I'm a positive person. I'm not really into news stories that are uh, sensationalized and are violent and are clickbait. I'm into I'm into good stuff that that really matters. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that if it's a negative story, it means that it doesn't matter. What I am saying is that throughout the entirety of this show, you can expect me to bring really quality stories to you that actually mean something in the world that we live in. You guys can hear about Trump and terrorism and and I'm sure if it's important enough, I'm I'm going to talk about that. Obviously, I'm sure that a lot of you guys have heard about the uh the London attacks today and and that's terrible, but the thing is that you can hear about that everywhere. You can hear about that on CNN and Fox News and you can go sign on any 24-7 news channel and, and hear a bunch of pundits split the screen and just yell at each other. And, and that's not what I'm trying to do. What I'm trying to do is, is to report some information that is positive and interesting and you can actually learn from it and it can help you be a better person. So that might have to do with science. A lot of it's going to have to do with mark and and tech uh, marketing, excuse me, and and tech news because I'm obviously I'm pretty deep into that with my online marketing company. Um, I'm really into the world and the planet and things that humanity can do to come together and to make the world a better place. So that's if if you're just tuning into the show, that's what you can really expect from me. That's what you can expect to be hearing. Uh, for the next hundred to a thousand episodes, as long as this show is going, you can uh, rest assured that what I'm going to be reporting to you and, and what I'm going to be saying and what I'm going to be talking about, if I have guests on and the, and the conversations that we're going to be be having, I'm not going to dig my heels in the sand with an opinion. I'm going to have different viewpoints and different people from all walks of life that are talking and are working together to just try to make the most that we can out of this short time on the planet. We're trying to design our best lives, and that's really what this is all about. So before I go any further, let's start with the hot topic of the day. 
the hot topic of the last three days, which has been this iPhone X. You know, I got to say for Apple, Apple is a really amazing company in their marketing. Most people don't realize this, but Apple just recently started advertising on social media. Apple never cared about any of that because they knew that it was the counterculture community that was essentially the driving force behind their marketing. People are just so loyal to Apple. It's almost like they're fanboys to the brand. I mean, the the perfect example for that is just the white headphones. Something so genius that you wouldn't even think about. But how many times have you, over the last 10 years, seen people walking down the street with white with the with the white headphones in their ears and it's it's just so patented and it's it's so apple you know exactly what you're looking at but as competition's gotten a little thicker as google and samsung have really really come a long way with their androids and um and the samsung devices i don't know if they have like a, a specific name but the market's got a lot tighter so apple is really really taking a risk with this iphone x and for the first time I'm a little bit concerned with how the market is going to respond to them. Say what you want about Apple, whether you like them, whether you hate them, they've always really, really been ahead of the curve with uh, innovating. And other people, the other brands have pretty much taken what they've done and copied it. And I think the iPhone X is another example of that. I think it's very, very innovative. But for the first time, I think Apple may be innovating just for the sake of being different. And I don't know how practical this product is going to be. First, let's just say that the iPhone X is $999 fucking dollars. Holy shit. Man, and the thing about that is you always forget that they, they trick you with the contracts where they essentially put the price on the phone into your monthly bill and then your phone breaks and you're saying, okay, I need a new phone, but you still owe $300 in there. And they say, okay, you either have to pay this $300 or we can put that into your monthly bill. And it's infuriating. Everybody listening to this has either gone to an AT&T or a a Sprint or Verizon and has had that happen. So just imagine if your phone is $999, you can either put the grand down right there to pay for the phone or most likely you're going to put it into your monthly marketing bill and when this fucker breaks which it's going to and let's say you owe another four hundred dollars on it you still have to pay that four hundred dollars off before you can get a new phone so let's say you wanted another iphone x and you and you break it you owe the 400 bucks and then you owe another thousand because you got to buy a new phone I think they're going to have some real, real problems with that. Everything on this phone is just more fragile. The glass is both on the front and the back, I believe. You know what? I don't know if that's true. Am I making that shit up? You can get a great smartphone for half the price. Blah, 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 blah. The iPhone X screen replacement outside of Apple's covered plan looks to be even more expensive. So if you break the screen, then it's even more expensive to to get a new one. I'm reading this from The Verge, by the way, theverge.com. I'll leave uh, this article in the show notes. But I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that the front and the back of the iPhone X is made of glass. Look, I can't go a day without dropping my phone. I got this really great technique going, though 
where if I drop if I drop it, hopefully before it hits the ground, I can kick it so I, I can take that force and that motion and like transfer it from going straight down to the ground and like going sideways so it kind of skids across the floor as opposed to just smashing it. But let's be honest. Every single person who's had an iPhone has dropped it and most of us have cracked the screen. Now just imagine if the entire phone is glass and it's a thousand bucks. It's going to get crazy. I really, really think that Apple's going to have some hard times. So aside from that, there are some cool things about it. You know, there's no home button. It's a swipe up button, which again, I feel like is going to be a little bit counterintuitive and the the really interesting is that they're they're going away. The interesting thing, excuse me, is that they're moving away from the fingerprint um, security, and they're using face recognition. And it's pretty hysterical because in the uh, the algorithm or, or whatever the security is, they're making it so that the person has to keep their eyes open because they're scared that you know, boyfriends and girlfriends are going to stick the phone up to people's faces while they're sleeping (laughs) so that they can get it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, Apple makes some cool shit. I'm sure it's going to be super fast and super sleek. And I'm sure there's going to be people that are just really in the Apple fan club that are going to want this phone no matter what. But I think this is an opportunity for Google and I, I think this is an opportunity for Samsung to kind of gobble up a, a couple more chunks of this market. We'll see. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm talking shit now, but <laughs> I don't know. I might get one because you got to have an iPhone though, right? For if no other reason, because when you're in a group text with somebody that doesn't have an iPhone and you can't leave the group text, it's infuriating. That green phone that person that has the green phone in the group text is instantly on like my people I hate list. All right, so staying in tech news, I mean, this is kind of interesting. I don't know how relevant it is, but Facebook has now added a snooze button. So instead of a full-on unfollow, you can now snooze somebody, which means that you just temporarily don't see the shit that they post. I think this is dumb. First off, the unfollow button on Facebook is the most important feature in all of Facebook. This way you don't have to see the nonsense that people post and you don't have to unfriend them and get that text message like, yo bro, you unfriended me on Facebook? Like, yeah, I did. And it's not that I don't like you. It's just that sometimes you whine on Facebook or you post ridiculous shit about Trump and I just don't want to see it. It's my Facebook. I can do what I want. So the unfollow button is really great. Why are you going to change something that's working great? Now, snooze, like I don't even know how it works quite yet. I think from what I'm reading is if you hit the snooze button, you can put like a three-month timer on whether you can see somebody's posts or not. I mean, look, Facebook is like the smartest people on the planet. You would think that they would have something better to do with their time. This one... This next story, I'm very, very excited to report on, and it it makes me feel good. The snow leopard is no longer on the endangered species list. It went from endangered to vulnerable. So in the show notes of this blog, and I'll also put the link in the notes to the podcast episode on iTunes, 
But if you haven't seen a snow leopard, if you don't know exactly what they look like, I'm telling you, they're absolutely incredible. I first um, discovered what they are on planet Earth, on the original planet Earth. And they got one on camera in the Himalayas. The Himalayas? Himalayas? I think it's the Himalayas. And it was the first time that a snow leopard had actually been photographed or had ever been caught on video. And this thing's paws are probably bigger than my head. And its tail is huge. And it uses its tail almost like a rudder, kind of like a, like a, a fish would or, or a boat. Because the snow leopard lives in such steep mountains that when it wants to hunt, and it hunts these, these mountain goats, and I don't know exactly what they are. It's definitely a goat. It runs so fast down the side of this mountain and the boulders that it's running through and like it's doing this all through really slippery terrain and the snow is falling and it's just so incredible to watch this thing move. I, I, I'm telling you, when I saw this video on planet Earth, I was completely mesmerized. I'll, um, again, I'll find that video on YouTube because I, I've seen it before. And I'll put a link into the notes so you guys have to see it. If you haven't seen it, you, you just watch it. It's only like a three-minute video. Watching how this snow leopard moves is just absolutely incredible. It gives you such an appreciation for, you know, the way nature is. And then, you know, here we are making a mess of things. So this is um just some passages and I'm going to read from the article. I found this article on ifuckinglovescience.com. To be considered endangered, there must be fewer than 2,500 mature snow leopards and they must be experiencing a high rate of decline. Dr. Tom McCarthy, who runs the snow leopard program for the big cat charity Panthera, told BBC News, both are now considered extremely unlikely, which is the good news, but it does not mean that the snow leopards are safe or that now is a time to celebrate. The species still faces a high risk of extinction in the wild and is likely still declining, just not at the rate previously thought, McCarthy stresses. So obviously it's sobering. You know, it's positive that it's vulnerable and no longer um, endangered, but I'm sure this is the case with a lot of, uh, a lot of these species. I was just having this conversation with my stepdad the other day, you know, he's, he doesn't really care too much of, uh, about nature and the wild. At least I don't think he does the way that he talks about it. And he, he said something that really stuck with me where in another hundred years, when all the elephants are gone, are people really going to care? Because when I was born, it's not like I'm looking back at these species that are now extinct that I've never gotten to see. But I, I, I just think the rate at which animals and plant life and the oceans are being destroyed is so alarming that I do think it's going to be different. If this snow leopard becomes extinct, I'm, I'm telling you again, I'm, I'm kind of beating it to death. But if you watch this video and you see how this thing moves and you see like how incredible of a fucking creature it is, if we lose these, it's just, it's just such a tragedy because I don't really think having the earth to ourselves sounds all that cool. So I don't want to be a Debbie Downer about it. Obviously, it's still positive. The snow leopard is is not endangered anymore. Nonetheless, it's still very sobering. And finally, J.J. Abrams, my boy, 
He gets the directing job for the final Star Wars in the most recent trilogy, Episode Nine. J.J. Abrams has played a huge role in this new Star Wars trilogy. Uh, I don't think he's directed the first two. Not positive. I can check. I know Colin Trevorrow. Uh, he directed one of them. Maybe there's another guy or or gal who directed the second one. The Last Jedi director, Rian Johnson, had been an early favorite to close out the saga, but he withdrew himself from consideration earlier this week. Now it's on Abrams to stick the landing and give Star Wars fans the satisfying ending that they want. This was from Nerdist, Nerdist.com on Nerdist News. You know, I think this is interesting. I think it's very safe. J.J. Uh, Abrams, I'm almost positive, directed the Star Trek movies, and those were super entertaining. If you don't like those movies, you're crazy. Those movies were so satisfying to me. I thought they were so fun and and had humor, a lot of humor. It made me laugh, but it, it didn't come across as cheesy. And especially with a, a movie like that, with all the ridiculous makeup and, you know, like, silly gadgets that they can come up with it 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 has the potential to to come across as cheesy and it didn't so i think jj abrams is definitely a very safe choice you know what you can expect from him you know your style i just wonder if they're gonna take the same the last jedi model and just kind of close it out in the same way and i know that the first star wars was basically the same thing as the as the original first series in the trilogy of of that star wars you know i think at the end it was even a a huge moon that you know kind of looked like the death star and they blew it up i'm I'm almost positive it was but jj abrams is still a pretty good director i feel pretty confident i mean look star wars has a cult following and obviously there's tons of like subliminal messaging behind it and uh, a lot of theories that like overlap and overlap into religion and psychology and and all that stuff it's great but i mean come on at the end of the day it's still just a blockbuster movie so as long as i can pay my you know 90 dollars now for however much a movie costs and buy some 400 dollar popcorn and sit down and be entertained for three hours then i'm perfectly fine with it i do believe the date was pushed back um yeah let me look at it. i'm almost positive oh okay um she lays out the bad news episode nine is getting pushed back from its may 2019 premiere to december 20th 2019 that's almost four years to the day that the force awakens officially kicked off the post lucas era abrams was at the helm for that pick and it's fitting he'll see the story through to the end. Okay, so everything I just said is completely wrong. J.J. Abrams did direct the first one, and that's why there were such similarities uh, between the original Star Wars and The Force Awakens, and then this guy Colin Trevorrow, um, he did the second one, The Last Jedi. No! Damn, I'm totally fucking this up. Okay. Rian Johnson did The Last Jedi and Colin Trevorrow was supposed to be the favorite for episode nine. He withdrew himself and now J.J. Abrams is directing the movie. So there's some concerns that this episode nine is going to have a whole lot of similarities 
um, to the third one of the Lucas series, Return of the Jedi. But nonetheless, I think it's going to be entertaining. Man, I struggled to get through that last part, huh? <laughs> Damn, I'm getting there, people. All right, look, I appreciate you guys as always. I'm going to wrap this one up now. Once again, man, I, I really, really ask that you give me a rating, that you uh, that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You know, obviously a ton, a ton of people subscribe to my email list and my blog. You can see all of this at timstods.fm. You can get directly to uh, the podcast section on my website. You can do all that. That's great. I appreciate your attention. But the best thing that you can do to help me out to get this podcast out there is to subscribe and leave a rating on iTunes. It's only going to get better from here. I'm still going to bring on some guests. I'm trying to figure out how I can record um, Skype calls so that I, I can talk to people across the country if I can't you know, bring them into the shop and actually get a microphone in front of their face. If you want to be interviewed, if you want to be on the show, I'd be more than happy to help you, to, uh, to have you. And, um, and yeah, just keep in touch, man. I appreciate you guys so much. Seriously, I really, really appreciate it. This has all been a lot of fun so far, and I'm, I'm going to continue to have a great time. And I will talk to you guys in a couple of days. All right, fuckers. Love you. See ya.